Thank you for joining me for a few moments to ponder Ruth. I'm Betsy Marvin, and this is episode 48. Now there was a wealthy and influential man in Bethlehem named Boaz, who was a relative of Naomi's husband, Elimelech. One day, Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi, Let me go out into the harvest fields to pick up the stalks of grain left behind by anyone who is kind enough to let me do it. Naomi replied, All right, my daughter, go ahead. So Ruth went out to gather grain behind the harvesters, and as it happened, she found herself working in a field that belonged to Boaz the relative of her father-in-law, Elimelech. While she was there, Boaz arrived from Bethlehem and greeted the harvesters. The Lord be with you, he said. The Lord bless you, the harvesters replied. Then Boaz asked his foreman, Who is that young woman over there? Who does she belong to? And the foreman replied, She is the young woman from Moab who came back with Naomi. She asked me this morning if she could gather grain behind the harvesters. She has been hard at work ever since, except for a few minutes rest in the shelter. So Boaz said to Ruth, My daughter, stay right here with us when you gather grain. Don't go into any other fields. Stay right behind the young women working in my field. See which part of the field they are harvesting and then follow them. I have warned the young men not to treat you roughly. And when you're thirsty, help yourself to the water they have drawn from the well. Ruth 2, 1 through 9. Our story takes a turn right in verse 1 with one sentence. Now there was a wealthy and influential man in Bethlehem named Boaz. Boaz. We have learned that names' meanings really matter during this time, and so let's start with his name. Boaz means strength. Right away we have a contrast between the men mentioned earlier in chapter 1, Malhan and Kilian, sickly pining. Here we have strength. Here is a man whose family had stayed in Bethlehem and prospered while Limelech fled to Moab. The words used to describe him here are wealthy, influential. Yet the translation of these words would probably be closer to mighty warrior or man of valor. Remember, it's the time of the judges. So we can assume that he has been called upon to fight in battle. And we know he lived through the hard years of the famine. Yet through his character and hard work, he has prospered. I can't help it, but the image that comes to mind is Aragorn in The Lord of the Rings. Humble man of great character. Strong in battle, but full of generosity. Confident and kind, handsome, yet unassuming, 
And for some reason, I see him riding in on a horse as he calls out to his workers, the Lord be with you. His smile would be big as he slid off his horse's back and walked to his foreman to check on how the day was going. Oh, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's go back to verse two. We have our two ladies. They have arrived in Bethlehem, but now how will they survive? It's harvest season, not planting season, and they're in need of food. Here we get another glimpse into Ruth as she asks Naomi to let her go into the harvest fields to pick up stalks of grain. Naomi replied to her, All right, my daughter, go ahead. Ruth isn't going to sit around and just pray for food to fall from heaven. She's going to do what she can, and I'm sure she continued to pray. But she is able to work. Her words also give us another insight into her awareness that she is an outsider, as she says, anyone kind enough to let me do it. She is aware she might be turned away, but she's going to try. In Leviticus 19.9, there is a Jewish law that states that when a field is harvested, the owner was to leave the edges and any grain that was dropped for the poor to glean from and any foreigners also living among them. This same law applied to grapes. So during the harvest, men would cut the grain and women would bundle it. Whatever was left would not be gathered, but left for those who had come to glean what they could. It was like an Israelite welfare system that created the opportunity for the poor to work for their food and provide for their families. I spent two summers working on a farm harvesting vegetables. I learned how to cut lettuce and plant celery, bunch radishes, and handle a really big knife. My sister and I worked long, hot days that summer with immigrant harvesters that were coming through. And immigrant harvesters can be a rough crowd. As Naomi allows Ruth to go out into the fields, there is a sense that Ruth has asked this question before and been turned down. Naomi would have known about the dangers that lurked in the fields with all those men. She would need protection, but she didn't have any. She would have been aware that Ruth could be turned away or much worse could happen. Yet she gives her permission I wonder if Naomi was prayerful and anxious all day while Ruth was gone. As the day wore on, she must have realized that Ruth found a field to work in, so did she worry about the heat? Wonder how much she was harvesting or if she was getting pestered by the men? By verse 3 of this chapter, Ruth has headed out, and as it happened, she found work in the fields of Boaz. Right, as it happened. Another translation says, Ruth happened to stop at a plot of land. These are hints that something more is at work, something the author already knows. God is moving behind the scenes. It's not happenstance that Ruth has found this field. And as Boaz comes to the fields, large and in charge, he greets his workers. You can often tell the real character of a person in authority by how their staff work with them and what they think of them. 
and apparently his workers had a good relationship with him. As he comes to his fields, he notices Ruth. We know this because he asks his foreman about her. Whether due to widow's colors, her Moabite look, or because he would have known the others and she was new, we're not sure. Maybe it was because she was beautiful. But I gotta say, farm work is not a beauty salon. The dirt gets everywhere. So, because he is who he is, I have a feeling that all the female workers looked up at his arrival, maybe quickly straightening their headdresses or swiping the sweat off their foreheads. This probably included Ruth. So, did their eyes meet? Did she quickly step back to work as the other girls smiled and answered, The Lord bless you? The foreman gives a quick accounting of Ruth. His accounting gives a quick snapshot of her current situation. A widow from an enemy nation, poor, working alone. The daughter-in-law dedicated to Naomi and one that asked permission to glean there. She knows her place and she isn't afraid of hard work. And with this, Boaz approaches Ruth and says, My daughter. This addressing of Ruth leads us to believe that there's an age difference between her and Boaz, that Boaz is much older. He would have known the family connection to her once he connected her with Naomi, so in a small village like Bethlehem, word would have traveled quickly of Ruth and her foreign status as well as her care of Naomi. So Boaz, as the owner of the field, the strong warrior yet kind master, comes to Ruth and he offers her three amazing things. Let's go back to what he says in verses 8 and 9. Stay right here with us when you gather grain. Don't go to any other fields. Stay right behind the young women working in my field. See which part of the field they are harvesting and then follow them. I have warned the young men not to treat you roughly, and when you are thirsty, help yourself to the water they have drawn from the well. It might seem simple, but Boaz is blessing Ruth in this moment. He's also making a large statement to his crew that is working there. He tells Ruth to stay with the other young women. Thus, she's not alone as she works and may even find companionship among those her own age. He had already warned the young men to be kind. Thus, he had given protection from any harm. And third, he offers her water, refreshment, Water that she didn't have to draw herself, as the men had already done so. When my sister and I worked at that farm during those hot summers, we discovered that we worked under the protection of the owner's son. I never felt afraid or nervous. In fact, we made great friends while we worked there. But I know that the son made it clear that we were to be safe. We were watched over. As we close for today, let's take a moment to recognize the story behind the story. Do you see it? A man, kind and strong, owner yet humble, 
leader, yet servant, offering protection, refreshment, and relationship. It sounds a lot like a man that would come centuries later to save his people, care for the poor, and redeem our story. One that gives us blessing. So what do we take from this to ponder? I see it as a reminder that just as Boaz sees Ruth in her humble state, God does the same for us. Did this moment change the fact that Ruth had to work hard? No. Did this moment change her situation? Not yet. But Boaz noticed. God notices. The blessing is coming. Amen.